0: thank you for hello. joining
1: us. I'm saying hello to the boomerang people right now she on is. Boxer. No, she's just in her own world. No, I'm just kidding. Yes, she is. She's uh, she's messaging the boomerang people about our broadcast today. Anyway, it is good to see you. Tell us where you're watching from. Hello. Type because we can't see you unless you type and say like where like anything. I mean, you don't have to say. You can just put like buddy and put like like emojis of pies and stuff. He's already doing that. But anyway. Hello!
0: Lisa's on. (laughs) William says hello there. Hello. Um, Natalie says hi. Natalie, your husband is our cameraman today. Mr. Will. He's right there. Mr. Will slaughtered a deer this morning, so he's able to be here. We can't see him though, because he's in camo. It's true. Um, Tyler says hello. Johnny was the very, very first person to comment. Big surprise. Buddy was right behind him. Tyler says he's home now. Johnny's at the filter filter plant. plant. That's uh, fun. Pastor Cole, good morning. Hello. Also, before you guys ask, this wasn't planned. It wasn't. This wasn't, this wasn't a thing. I'm sorry. It
1: wasn't planned. <laughs> I mean, I'm not
0: sorry. I, I'm not it sorry. touched my heart. I'm like, oh, we're going to be matching oh. today. So I do not apologize. Little twins. Humphreys. Hello, Humphreys. Hello, all the way from Kenya. William says, I'm watching from my grandma's garage cracking. And then here's the word is it
1: pecans? Pecans? Pecans, pecans. How do you say this word? You know, I only thought there were ever two versions of it until I got here. There's I so always many. thought it was pecan or pecan, and then I got here and they're like pecan, and they just <laughs> oh, there's another one. I'm not. I'm not gonna lie. I
0: I just avoid saying the word for the, <laughs> the most part. The Pie. Yep, if people ask me if I want that, there's like at least 20% of my reasoning for no is because I don't want to have to say <laughs> what type of pie it is. Like, I nope, just don't want confidently
1: <laughs> say pecan, even though it sounds weird. I don't care, it's a pecan.
0: <laughs> Abby says,
1: hi, I love y'all. Oh, hi Abby. William
0: says that it's pecans. Interesting. Yep. Pecans. Yeah. Um That's the third option. William says or William, Bunny says you pee in a can. Pea can.
1: That's Unpleasant. <laughs> no. That was me. So when I said it sounds <laughs> weird, that's what I was saying without saying it. Buddy just went ahead and said it. We just went there. Um, Tyler says he switches <laughs> switch it up. It up. <laughs> that's cool.
0: Make sure that you go ahead and share the broadcast yes. because today is an exciting day. It is an exciting day. Because we've got a new segment. Here's what's going on right now it's family chat. We're going to hop into okay. who would win in a fight. And I don't know what the fights are. Um, it's going to be a fun surprise. And then followed by a time of prayer and then me. Memes with Marky. Also, the times are a little bit different than what you're seeing on there. Who would win in a fight is going to go until 12. uh, Or it's going to go until 12, and then prayers going to go until 12:10, and then at 12:10 we're going to have memes with Marky. So this is the order. We just have the times a little bit different. Um, So I don't know if you go off of that or if you just hang with us the whole time. But that's what's going on. Avett says, hey. Oh, hi, Avett. Hi, Avett. I love you. Avett is the sweetest hey. little toddler boy that there is. Um, Pastor Nicole says, it's not a third option. It's the right option. Pecan. Yep. Mm. And then, according to Google, says, buddy, pecan.
1: He's bringing out Google.
0: It's just the avoidable word is what it is. <laughs> um, okay. Question, official question number one of the day. Mm. We're going to keep going with Thanksgiving questions. Do you have any Thanksgiving traditions? Do not just say eating, buddy. <laughs> Rachel right? All right, it. eating. She's laughing because she clearly did it like moments after, before I said not to do that. <laughs> <laughs> Who doesn't eat on Thanksgiving, guys? Like, But is there something that y'all do
1: on Thanksgiving? Um, watch the Macy's Thanksgiving Day Parade. Not this year, it's canceled. <laughs> you said that. Too <laughs> so happy. You said it's so happy. Not this year, it's canceled. That's my only tradition too, and I had to come to terms oh, with it. Oh really? So I'm like, it is your only transition. Hell? I mean, tradition, not transition. You were like
0: sharing in my pain. <laughs> uh, William says eating copious amounts of food. Johnny says, putting the tree up the day after. Abby says, turkey. That is the tradition, turkey. I have never used the word copious ever in my life. It's such a fun one. But he says, uh, he's making a confession of death, so I'm not going to read it because it's not true. Uh, Rachel says, cooking. Pastor Nicole says, my tradition is to eat Thanksgiving food, not just wild and crazy willy-nilly, but legit Thanksgiving food. That was, like, very authoritative of...
1: Yeah. especially the way Thanksgiving is in all caps.
0: So, here's here's the thing. We've done like different like personality things throughout like the church at different points, and one of the things with Pastor Nicole is that she's super like traditional based. Really? Yes. yes. And I like that. I do too. However, there is there is a part of me that's like, "Meh." Why do the same thing every year? Let's let's just have sushi for Thanksgiving this oh my year, gosh. guys. Like let's just <laughs> let's just go out and hop different places. Like this would be fun. <laughs> let's try like German Indian food. I don't know. Like let's let's German
1: do. Indian food. I don't know. Oh my god! <laughs>
0: like, I wouldn't mind that. <laughs> Mr. Will is
1: Mr. Will is going like this.
0: Yeah, I understand. I'm in the minority. I married my husband, which is why it, this won't happen at this point. Why is Buddy like breathing heavy? He's like panting, what is happening? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what Tyler said. Buddy said, I also will, will watch the parade, eat dinner, nap while the game's on, wake up, eat more, and then go to bed. Uh, Rachel said, no, Barrett. I don't understand why Buddy's like wheezing laughing. Humphrey says, yes, our Thanksgiving day in our church, we do have a special service of praise and giving of thanks with gifts, that's oh, awesome. gifts, that's nice. Um, Kevin says, taking pictures, lots of photo opportunities. Schnitzel curry, what is that?
1: That's interesting. Oh, is he mixing German and and Indian cultures? Maybe, but oh. I don't know why Buddy's laughing. Like I've yet to find one that that <laughs>
0: evoked the like panting laugh that was happening <laughs> beside us. Like I don't know what that is. Um, Pastor Nicole says, "No, Barrett, you can't do that. That's not Thanksgiving. You can, or you have 364 days to eat that other stuff." Yeah, I'm okay. I don't love Thanksgiving food. So... Really? Yeah, not really. What is your favorite Thanksgiving food? I'm sure that's one of the questions that we'll get that we'll oh, okay. there. Oh, <laughs> okay. Johnny says, yes, I was mixing those. And then Rachel says, I agree, Mama. Shame, Barrett. I, there is no shame for me. I had just <laughs> <Next>. mixed." <laughs>
1: Jesus helped make me favorite Thanksgiving
0: leftovers.
1: Interesting, because it's not favorite Thanksgiving food; it's favorite Thanksgiving leftovers. It meant
0: to be food, but the amount of words and size that I had because of the Uh-oh. format. So,
1: whatever way you want to answer.
0: Anyway, um, my how did you favorite take that in your brain. What? How did you make
1: that question in your brain? Like, what were you going to say before I said food? Um, like what was my answer of Thanksgiving leftovers? I don't know. I feel like there are normally certain foods that linger on. Like some of them are just kind of gone, but there's all, like there's always turkey after. Mm -hmm. And if if you don't have turkey after, that's sad. Like you need to buy more turkey if you don't have leftovers for turkey.
0: (laughs) Um... Pastor Nicole told me I'll like the Thanksgiving food this year or I'll eat in Luke's Treehouse. I'm sure I will. You'll
1: <laughs> um. <laughs> <laughs> in It kind of feels like we're in Luke's Treehouse right now. It does.
0: Buddy says his favorite is turkey and mayo sandwich. Yum. Um, Johnny said turkey and stuffing. Kevin says the desserts are the best leftovers with three exclamation mm. points. That's very emphatic.
1: That's true. Pastor Nicole
0: is, is on the money. She says mashed potato and turkey sandwiches. I've never yes, had a ma'am. mashed
1: potato
0: sandwich. Oh, but you will this year. Uh, Julie says turkey dressing. Um, Rachel says green bean casserole is the best leftover. So my favorite is... I'm going to add to Pastor Nicole's answer is the turkey, mashed potato, but also cranberry sauce sandwiches. So you mix it all together. I actually saw a recipe on Facebook where you take like the crescent rolls and you do like at the bottom mashed potato and then at the top, then mashed potato, turkey, cranberry sauce and gravy if you like it and you roll it up and bake it together. Oh yeah, I think stuffing probably in there. And then you bake it all together Uh, and it's like a quick grab.
1: I've had a sandwich like that at a restaurant once. They have like a Thanksgiving sandwich. And Mm -hmm. that was the first time I had cranberry sauce in a sandwich and it was really good. Yeah it is,
0: because cranberry sauce, the canned version, (laughs) is great.
1: Yeah, I don't like the homemade version when it tastes like a candle. Like when like, it's actual cranberries. No, yeah, thanks. No, it mm-hmm. <laughs> <Just> is the can. <laughs> the gelatin with, <geletines, laughs> with the at. ridges. <laughs> <laughs> the food that's not real. Done. <laughs> Let me see the ridges of the can. <laughs> Happy America. <laughs> <laughs> that's not true, though. It's so America. <laughs> uh,
0: question number three. <laughs> Traditional.
1: <laughs> I already started this. Traditional or inventive Thanksgiving dinner. I don't, I don't know that there's, gonna, is there one person out there right now that's going to say inventive? Is there one other person out there that's going to say inventive Thanksgiving dinner? Who is that? I'm sorry. I'm like, who are you? I'm being like really aggressive. No, you are welcome to say if you are inventive at Thanksgiving time. Mm-hmm. backpedaled. So, I may, again,
0: I married George, so yes. I can't be. Because he's I'm traditional. Yes. And okay. he, like, he would like that. But I'm not opposed to doing different things. And, and you know, I... <laughs> no, buddy, you don't get to know now. If you zoned out, that's your fault. Um, you're in the room.
1: <laughs> <laughs> he's, like, he's, like, 12 feet from us. Oh, my like, gosh. Like, it's not far. <laughs> I, Rachel. Wow. Oh, she put it up for Buddy. I was like, why is the graphic going up again? Because Rachel is catering to the audience. She's like taking control. She's like, I will determine when the graphic is up. Me.
0: (laughs) Johnny said, even deployed, we did traditional Thanksgiving. Yeah, I'm good with it. Like, I'm not like, let's shake up the establishment. but Like in your own little life. You're like,
1: let's shake it up.
0: Like, I wouldn't mind. I didn't know what that was. My mic fell. (laughs) And I'm like, is
1: someone attacking? (laughs) That happened to me yesterday. Okay, there was a specific moment yesterday where I had this terrified look that comes (laughs) on my face because it falls and I go... And, like, I didn't address it or anything. It's just in there. Like, I feel like if someone finds it, they should get a gift card. It's, like, it's just in this one moment. (laughs) Fastener Cole says, See, Barrett, support your troops and eat
0: traditional. I supported my troops. I married them. Like, and, and I, like, we have traditional Thanksgiving. I'm good. But I'm also not opposed to, like... I love
1: that you've been, like... So even with it, but you're still getting attacked. Like you've said multiple times, it's like you can have traditional, but everyone's just like, stop it.
0: (laughs) yeah it's good like I remember a couple years like two three years ago I was on like a really strong health kick and so I found a recipe for here here's part of what I mean by inventive like everybody has their family recipe for like the stuff Mm -hmm. stuffing broccoli casserole whatever I looked up, like, a healthy way to make stuffing that's not bread, but it, like, was supposed to taste that way. It wasn't bad, but I was so nervous to bring it to Thanksgiving, and I ended up eating, like, the majority of it. What but was it made of? It was, like, cauliflower, like, as the base, but it had, like, a whole bunch of other
1: stuff in it. Like, it didn't taste bad. George thought it, it was fine. It literally just gave me chills. Yeah. Like, I, I felt chills go down just the thought of cauliflower stuffing. But here's the thing guys, the reaction in the <coughs> comments is part of why I don't like cooking Thanksgiving
0: dinner. <laughs> because if I'm gonna, I, tofurkey's bleh, but if I'm gonna cook it, I do not wanna come in and disappoint the masses. Like I'm fine if it's different, but if I'm going to a big Thanksgiving and I'm gonna bring like potatoes and that day I decided to add pepper and you have people who don't oh like pepper in their potatoes, I don't wanna disappoint half The room. So the pressure of it is not exciting.
1: I just had this like image in my head of her being at home and making like a mini Thanksgiving of all these tiny courses the way that she wants them all weird and being like, I'm having my Thanksgiving, my weird one, where no one else has to eat it, but like you get to enjoy it. This
0: is what happens with me and George often as <laughs> I make the two meals.
1: <laughs> I'm like, here you go, here's the food you want, and I'll try the weird experience. I will say, though, she brings some weird stuff into lunch, that's true. some very weird stuff. It's, but it's not weird, it's just things Marky wouldn't have thought of. Mm, yeah, that's true. <laughs> <laughs> Roasted chickpeas are not that weird. It's not weird. It is when it's with 24 other ingredients. It wasn't, it wasn't with 24 other ingredients, it was foods seasoned. Are. I put seasoning on it. Seasoning is not
0: like it's not like I'm going and plucking like certain spices off of a tree and rubbing it on. Don't believe her.
1: Don't believe her. I'm just adding spices. This is a this is a snapshot into the office (laughs) life. (laughs) Me sitting in front of her and just watching her eat. Like, what are you doing?
0: (laughs) William says, chickpeas aren't that bad. Johnny says they are good. And then Buddy wants to know if we've ever had turducken. Turducken? I think Buddy just glitched. Like tur- I think his phone just tur- made up a word.
1: Is it turkey and chicken? Is it a turkey
0: with a duck like is it a turkey with a duck oh, shoved chicken. inside of it and a chicken shoved inside the duck? Yeah. That's a, that's what it is. Yeah. No, wow. I've not had that. Wow, that sounds fancy. <laughs> William says hummus is just chickpeas with the dream. <laughs> uh-huh. <laughs> uh-huh. <laughs> I love William Aldridge. <laughs> Okay, with that I can't I can't beat that. So there we go. <laughs> this has been Family Chat. Even though I've been persecuted, we made it through together, guys. Next, we're gonna hop into who would win in a fight. It's clearly you today. You guys are coming in strong so <laughs> you can support Marky and Buddy as they have their who would win in a fight, followed by prayer and then memes with Marky. Memes! If you wanna so see memes, wait and watch the rest of the show. Yeah, and then we're gonna have a really awesome word at the end for Hour. what's the word time? My brain just was like, blah, blah, blah. I forget what the segment's called. So there we go. I'm going to hop off. I won't cry, I promise. But I am going to let Buddy replace me. See you in a second. Share the broadcast.
2: to the lunch plus broadcast we have an <coughs> awesome show for you today here's what's coming up first off we have who would win in a fight after who would win in a fight it is prayer okay <laughs> after, and then we have a time of prayer followed by memes with marky our brandest newest Brand-ish segmentist newest. it's Segment- gonna be awesome after that, we're going to be jumping into what's the word. But first up, we have who would win in a fight? All right. Well, guys, it's time for who would win in a fight?
1: Yes, and I have absolutely no idea what I'm about to fight for. I, I know. Have so no it's going to be great. You, I mean, you know, though, because you I added do. it, right? I made them. Do yes. you, are you purposely on that side?
2: No. You I know. actually would have preferred to be on that oh. side, but
1: that's okay. <laughs> so...
2: Here's how this goes. We're gonna put up a random scenario of a fight that probably will never happen in ever no. existence, whatever. No. Sometimes
1: it's not even possible.
2: That's true. And <laughs> like when we did, who would win in a fight between blue and pink? <laughs> it's gonna be stuff like this, huh? Blue. Yeah, Barrett says blue. Anyway, um, so uh, here's what's gonna happen. We're each gonna to have to argue for a yes. certain side. And yes. based on our arguments, that's the key, Based on the argument. Yeah, not just who, the one that you want. Yeah, based on the argument, who do you think would win in a fight? So let's put up our first one of the day. Okay. Our first scenario. Who would win in a fight between one horse sized duck and 20 duck sized horses?
1: Wow. Okay, I'm going to let you go first because you've had more time to process this scenario.
2: Yeah. Have you ever heard this question before? I have, I okay. have.
1: I don't remember what I had thought before, though. So, guys, comment wait, what you think.
2: Yes. Who would win in a fight between a horse-sized duck and 20 duck-sized horses? Well, hmm. I think it's obvious that a horse-sized duck would win. Here's the primary re- reason why I would say that. Okay. Um, imagine a horse that can fly, a.k.a. a pegasus. How terrifying would that be? A duck... That flies, that's the size of a horse, that thing is a mammoth. So he has the force of his wings as a giant duck, a horse-sized duck. He has the force of his wings that he can blow all these little duck-sized horses off their feet. Plus, he can just stomp all over them because he's a horse-sized duck. Mm -hmm. And And on top of that, ducks are just completely big jerks anyway and they bite (laughs) at your ankles and they chase you like a duck-sized duck scares the crap out of human-sized humans It's true so imagine a horse-sized duck coming after duck-sized horses
1: um am i am i am am i ready yeah is it time okay so all they have to do is get on they have to like crawl on top of it and then 20 of them like Hitting its head, <laughs> I sound like I'm four years old, like so we send this monster and you're like, punch it, it sounds like ridiculous, but anyway, um all we have to do is get on top and and just stomp on its head, like you stomp on the devil's head, and there's twenty of them, and you just you do that and then it's done, and then the duck is dead,
2: <laughs> And then the duck is. T- Okay. Yeah,
1: and it's harder, there are so many of them, though, it's harder to get them to go away. Like, you may sure. kill one, but then there are other ones there.
2: Do they just keep reproducing?
1: No, but they're just, they, there are so many of them. You're not going to kill, you know, you only have to, you only have to, like, defeat the one. But you'd have to defeat 20 of them.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: That Those are good odds. Yes. Yes. Yeah.
2: <laughs> <laughs> i honestly, I have nothing, <laughs> <advanced> <laughs> I feel like honestly, I just watched Marky's brain short circuit.
1: Honestly, it wasn't until like halfway through this conversation that I realized it wasn't against you, it was against each other. Yeah. like even while you were explaining it, I was still thinking like they'd have to be fighting a person, but um, no, it's each other.
2: Yeah, they're fighting each other. Yes, yes, <laughs> yes.
1: so guys how's, it, what, how's how, do you, how do you think <laughs> it it's going? going so far? mean <laughs> this How's this going so far? Do you think, think you're winning? Is he winning? I think I'm winning. <laughs> he thinks he's winning.
2: Already in the comments. Is
1: he winning? Well, Is Buddy I, I, winning?
2: I see some people on your side. All right. Well, guys, let's just do this. Um, because I have nothing else to say. <laughs> <laughs> um, who do you think... What just happened there? Who do you think would win in a fight? One horse-sized duck, this 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 guy right here, or 20... I know there's only four there, but 20 duck-sized horses. Okay. Who would win in a fight? Win. Put in the comments right now. Mm. Baird says 20 duck-sized horses. Mm. I, think, I think she's just doing that because she doesn't want me to win. <laughs> That's what's happening. She's just staring at me right now. It's kind of uncomfortable. That's not why. All right, you got one for uh, duck-sized horses. Okay, Guys, now. put in the comments. Vote put in the now.
1: Comments. Am I gonna win or is Buddy gonna win? Johnny
2: says 20 duck-sized horses. Hey!
1: <laughs>
2: Baird says no. That. That is why, buddy. <laughs> um, the lone duck says, William. Um, fight with each other or with a the person? They're fight fighting each, each other. other. They're fighting each other. Yes. I, um, I just gave myself a point, even though I didn't have a point. <laughs> All right, guys, put it in the comments. Who <laughs> would win? You have William. I have William, yeah, but I gave myself a second one for no reason. And then I had to put it away.
1: Okay, in guys. In the comments. Did my brain, what I said, did it make sense or did it not make it sense? Apparently it did
2: because a lot of people are voting for you. <laughs> The duck would win, says oh, Kevin dang Buck. It. It's a tie game.
1: Hey! Deb says 20 duck sized horses.
2: Oh no. I probably <laughs> should have continued my argument. I thought for sure I had this in the bag, and now I'm realizing that I don't. Are there any more votes? I'll give you a five seconds. Five. Four. Four. Uh, three. <laughs> three. <laughs> I'm giving really slow seconds. Here Two. Seconds, like 20. One. Twenty. Hey. Oh, I'm Miss Marilyn. Okay. Interesting. I thought I had that
1: I won! One. I, I did, too. I thought you had that, too. But look at that!
2: You know, look at
1: that! A one.:
2: I mean, like, Kevin Buck's argument that a duck-sized duck is dangerous in itself, I think was a good argument. Yep. Imagine a horse-sized duck yep. nibbling at your ankles. Anyway. Do we we're, have we're,
1: another one? We do have another one. We do one. have another one? I hope this one's easier for my brain to comprehend.
2: Nope. What would win in a fight, a deep-fried deep fried turkey,
1: turkey or a hickory
2: honey ham?
1: Hickory honey ham. Wow. These, these are, you
2: know, your Thanksgiving staples, I guess, wow. if interesting and have honey, okay. honey ham on. Thanksgiving. I'll let you go first. Okay.
1: Um, I'm going to say the the deep fried turkey because it's like, it gets so boiling hot in the oil and everything mm-hmm. that it's just going to be, even the dripping of it is going to burn the other, the opponent, the poignant. <laughs> it's going to burn you. And it's, it's, um, yeah. Also, turkeys are weirder looking because they have like they have they look more like a like a, like they're whole like you mm-hmm. know it's a little scarier. Mm-hmm. It's super scary.
2: Super scary. William says, "Are we using these as a club to beat someone with?" No. A <laughs> <laughs> deep fried turkey. They're, and they're the fighting, ham each are fighting each other. They're fighting each other. They're
1: fighting each other.
2: This is a normal conversation to have. <laughs> uh, Baird says probably the turkey because it normally weighs more, and mm-hmm. if it was used as a projectile, it would knock someone unconscious. Mm-hmm. Johnny says deep fried turkey has legs and, has and tough, tough
1: skin. And tough skin, it's Huffler true. Hubby says
2: deep fried turkey. <laughs> Deb says deep fried turkey, so show. Well, here's the thing. In,
1: Bear's bef- laughing.
2: Before these animals were dead. Yes. If you were to say he would win in a fight between a turkey and a pig, 100% the pig would win because the pigs are fat and bigger. Um, also, um, pigs have bacon in them, but obviously, but obviously the question is not between bacon Are you trying to
1: manipulate the viewer Well, like, you know on TV shows when they're like, hey, on the courtroom, they're like, hey, you can't say that. But then they know if they say it out there, it'll still be in their heads. Mm-hmm. Did you just throw bacon out there to do that? Yeah. To manipulate them? Yeah.
2: Well, here's the thing, see. Objection. Ham is a very salty substance. Yes. There's, there's a lot of salt in ham, and salt gets salty, and a salty person usually wins fight because they're so salty, therefore, ergo, salt, pigs are mean too. <laughs> salty hickory honey ham, because it's salty, it would win in a fight.
1: No, no. The, the, the turkey has such tough skin and everything. Like, you could hit it, and it would just like bounce right back. Like, that, that, that skin and everything's tough. Mm hmm. Yes. Deep-fried wins. <laughs>
2: That's all I got. Deep-fried
1: turkey wins. <laughs> all right, wins. guys.
2: Who? Ooh, we just reached ah, our 100th comment. Yay! Kurt, Tyler Tucker, well yeah. done. Tyler, you got the 100th comment. That means you get a gift card yay! on us. Well done. Yeah. All right, so now, guys, put in the comments. Who would win in a fight? Uh, hickory, honey, ham, or deep-fried turkey? If you
1: know it's the turkey, guys. You know it's the turkey.
2: William says, hogs will straight-up gore you with their tusks, but I think Turkmenistan wins. Okay. <laughs> okay. All right, then I guess I'll give that one to you. The salt is washed off a uh, hickory honey ham. Don't say that, Johnny. <laughs> my, my worst argument of the day is based on that saltiness. Barrett says, guys, this is not the first time people have considered this question. There are many videos of turkeys versus pigs.
1: Really? She just discovered it, just discovered it over there. She was <laughs> oh, searching wow. it. Interesting. Uh... All
2: right, guys. Oh, Kevin oh. says ham. Why do you keep... Thank you, Kevin. Why
1: do you keep choosing against me? He keeps choosing you.
2: <laughs> William said that was supposed to be turkey. I don't know where I got, t- got Turkmenistan from. Johnny says turkey. Yes. That's okay.
1: Tyler says turkey. Mm-hmm.
2: Uh, I think... Uh, hey, Mr- Rachel says the turkey. Miss Marilyn says the
1: turkey. I think Mr.
2: Will was raising his hand in lieu of the ham, I'm assuming. Turkey? <laughs> no, hey, hey, hey,
1: the turkey. Uh,
2: Barrett says ham. Hey, Pumbaa would beat Zazu. Hey. Even though, you know, Zazu wasn't a turkey. And... I am on your side. Oh, yeah, I know. I'm sorry, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. I won. Abby says turkey. I don't have enough I fingers won. now. Okay. I won. Kevin says buddy used bacon in an argument. I can't fight that. <laughs> thank you, Kevin. I appreciate your loyalty. And yours too, Barrett. Thank you. I apologize. All right, well, guys, thank you for joining us for who yes. we went in the fight. Now we're going to be moving on to Prager with Barrett. It's going to be awesome. We'll see you right there.
0: Most of the time on Tuesdays, we're rushing, but we get to to hang out and pray for a little bit. I'm really excited about it. As you know, if you are longtime viewers, even if you're not, we're going to catch you up to speed. We have a list of confessions that we go through here on the broadcast that come directly from the Word of God. And what we want to do is we want to make sure that when we pray, we're not just praying out of you know, logic, or we're not just praying from our own selfish desires. But when we pray and when we make confessions that the things that we're speaking come from God, because God's word works, our words are powerful. And so when we speak them, we want to make sure that they line up with God's will for life and life in abundance. And it's going to be good. So are you ready to pray? Let's put up confession number three. Let's say this together. Say it with me. We have divine health in our bodies now, and we carry an anointing for supernatural healing. And put that in the comments. Put in the comments, I carry an anointing to heal. Put that in the comments. Make that yours. And remind yourself of that. You know, it tells us in the word to meditate day and night on the word of God. And when we meditate on it, it just starts to flow out of us. Instead of reading off of a screen, it's just going to become who we are. And we're going to see it operate and manifest in our lives. So for the next few minutes, I want to pray with you, not just for you. I want to pray with you. You know, it it tells us in the word that when two or more are in agreement, that's when things happen here in the earth. So let's join our faith together. Immediately what popped up into my head was like with the Avengers. Avengers assemble. Prayers, it's time to pray. It's time to assemble in prayer and bring our faith together and watch the things of God be done. So pray with me. If you can't pray out loud at work loudly, then just pray under your breath. It's okay if somebody gives you a weird look. That's fine, <laughs> because you're not talking to them anyway. You're talking to the Lord. Lord, thank you. Thank you for this day. Lord, we give you praise and glory. We're gonna start prayer off. You know, I'm, just for a second. I'm not gonna talk long, but you know, the word tells us we enter courts with. Praise, and or we enter His gates with thanksgiving, enter His courts with praise. So we're going to thank Him, we're going to praise Him, worship Him, and then come before Him. So God, we thank you. Thank you for every viewer watching. Thank you for their jobs. Thank you for their homes. Thank you that you care for them. Thank you for providing for them. Thank you, God, that you are the God of more than enough. You're the God of abundance, Lord. You are good. You're good and your mercy endures forever. God, we praise you this morning. You, you're so mighty. God, you're the God who's the banner over us. You declare your love over us. You are great. You are greatly to be praised. You endure forever. Your faithfulness endures forever. You have given us ease. You've given us rest. You've given us peace. God, thank you for that. We praise you, God. Lord, we need you. Say that where you are. Say, God, I need you. God, I want you. God, I have to have you. Jesus, I need you. Jesus, I want you. Jesus, I have to have you. Jesus, baptize me fresh with the Holy Ghost. Jesus, baptize me fresh with fire. We need you. God, we need you. Make that your cry right now in your house where you are. Jesus, I need you. Jesus, I want you. Jesus, I have to have you. Jesus, baptize me fresh. Jesus, fill me with your Holy Spirit. Jesus, I need you. Lord, for every person who's crying out to you right now, bless them mightily. Let every person who is crying out for the things of God fill them. Fill them with your power. Fill them with your strength. Fill them with your anointing, Lord. Fill them so that they may do exploits for you. Fill them to the overflow. God, your word is true. You are not a God that you should lie. What you speak is designed to come to pass. Let it be so in their homes. The people at their jobs right now, whether they're at home, at work, in the grocery store, God, meet them where their faith is at and supersede it, Lord. Fill them. Let fire fall in cubicles right now in the name of Jesus. Let the fire of God fall in people's offices. Let the fire of God fall on mothers who are staying home with their children right now. Let it fall in living rooms. Let it fall in bedrooms. Let it fall as people are driving. Let your fire come and burn up every bit of darkness that's been trying to come against them. Let the fire of God purify. Let it light them up, Lord. Fill them Fill them to the overflow. Fill William right now at a school. Fill him with the fire of God in Jesus' name. Fill Tyler Tucker as he is doing whatever it is that he's doing right now. Fill him with your fire. Fill him with your power. Fill him with your light. Lord, let your people shine brightly today. Put that in the comments. I'm shining brightly for God today. Lord, fill your people. Fill them, Lord. Fill them, show us how we can expand our faith. Lord, show us how we can grow our faith. Today, show us how we can grow our faith. Show us, Lord, how we can look more like you. Jesus, fill us to the overflow with your presence. Fill us to the overflow with your spirit. Lord, your spirit is bold as a lion, but you are also the lamb. Lord, show us moments when to be gentle. Show us when to be the lamb and when to be the lion. Lord, give every single person watching this broadcast right now a supernatural fire of God, a supernatural fortitude to stand and against all stand, to continue to stand when the world says bow. Lord, show us how to do this with humility, with honor, yet with a boldness that comes from you. Lord, as we go into this week, this week of thanksgiving, let thanksgiving pour out of your people. Let a heart and a spirit of thankfulness be what is seen on the body of Christ as a whole. Let us be peculiar people in the world's eyes because we're so overflowing with hope and joy. Lord, thank you that our families look at us and they question, how can you be so happy? And our answer is because the joy of the Lord is my strength and he's made me so strong. Lord, let joy bubble out of people right now watching this broadcast. Let joy burst forth in their jobs today. Let joy burst forth in their schools today. Let joy burst forth in homes today. Let the joy of the Lord bubble out of people. Let it not be small. Let it not just be a ripple, but may it be an overflowing bubbling that causes it to explode onto others. Lord, let it not just be like when a hot tub gets started, but let it be like a hot tub on speed, where the fire of God is churning and all of a sudden something starts moving and it just explodes and flows out of us. Lord, let there be such joy and such passion for you that it becomes contagious to those around us. Let it happen in Johnny's work. Let any bit of frustration that would be on your people today in the name of Jesus, in every job, I speak to Jade's job right now, Lord, that was a prayer request that we had come in. Lord, let joy burst forth from jade now in the name of Jesus. Let joy burst forth in businesses. Let joy burst forth out of children. Let joy burst forth on business calls. Let there just be such an outpouring of joy that it catches every other coworker that's surrounding the people under the sound of my voice right now. Those who would have ears to hear, let them be strengthened with all All power and might through the joy of the Lord today. Lord, we thank you. Thank you for your supply of faith, your supply of joy, your supply of hope, your supply of love. God, thank you. Thank you for it. It's so easy. It's so easy to abide with you. It's so easy to be strong in you. It's so easy to be who we're called to be. And thank you, Lord, that today you are teaching us how to abide in joy and let fire flow in us and through us onto our environments. God, strengthen your people. Be with them this week as they step into a holiday with family. Let this year be the year of the best thanksgivings that these people have ever had. Let every viewer's thanksgiving be the best in the history books of their family. Let it be better and supersede their every expectation because you're the God of abundance. Lord, we thank you. Thank you for meeting us. God, we worship you. You are so good. We love you. We praise you. We worship you. We honor you. We esteem you. You're good. We love you, your Lord. Thank you for this broadcast. Thank you for our viewers. Oh, we love you so much. In Jesus' name, amen. Do y'all feel so good right now? Like, I, I'm i so excited. That's what prayer does. Prayer changes stuff in a moment, in a moment. And today, those of you who received prayer, those who would have ears to hear and eyes to see, ears to hear, your day is gonna be so much better than you even thought possible. And now, it is time <clears throat> to go into our very next segment the newest segment, memes with Marky, memes with Marky. It's gonna be a good one. Marky Mark, over to you. So good.
1: I just realized bunny put me did you see me standing like this on the segment transition slide that is so funny i just saw that i put it in the computer and everything and i missed that so i was sitting here like oh my gosh that was so funny so okay guys this is a brand new segment today this is the first time we've ever done it and this is literally all it is we are going to read memes Together in this blue living room, (laughs) we are going to read memes together and that is it. That is the whole thing There's no catch. It's just gonna be awesome. Are you guys excited? (laughs) The depth and emotional support market. Yeah, so they actually have used that image for other things It's like an inside joke, but anyway. Yes. Okay. Are you guys ready? If you're ready We're gonna go into our first meme. We're hopping right in I have what I have five minutes I have about five minutes. We're gonna hop right in and see how many memes we can get through. And I wanna know, if you're enjoying these, I want you to comment and let me know if you're enjoying them. Because everybody's gonna have favorites. So I wanna know what your guys' favorite are. Everybody has a different sense of humor. Okay guys, let's go into William Studies Prepped and Ready. Also, by the way, if you have good memes, you can send them to me and they may be featured live on the broadcast. I actually have, I think we actually are going to be showing a couple sent from our viewers. I think I am going to be showing one from William, one from Serena, we'll see. So if you want, if your meme is great and you want to show it, send it to me. Okay, I'm ready. Let's hop into our first meme. <laughs> when, we're supposed to trade prayer requests, but 20 minutes later, she's still talking. <laughs> Look at his face. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> Barrett said that's my face. Oh, my gosh. And by the way, I'm not condoning some, some of these. I'm not condoning. I'm not, I'm not condoning, but I am laughing. I'm for sure laughing. Okay, let's go into our second meme. Grocery store clerk, did you find everything out okay today? Me, who couldn't find the tortillas after 30 minutes of searching? Yes. (laughs) That has happened to me so many times, it makes me laugh so hard. Oh, I'm glad you guys are enjoying them. Deb is already laughing, that's awesome. Okay, second meme, you don't even have to go back to me if you don't want, you can just keep the meme up and we'll just, that way you can get your eyes on it. This was a little risky, but it's one of my favorites. Uh, David, oh God, against you, you only have I (laughs) sinned. Bathsheba and Uriah. <laughs> Do you see that? Do you get it? Do you get it? Do you get it? It's really it's really risky. It's kinda it's kinda bad, but it's funny. Oh my god. Okay, next meme. When my brain goes on a little adventure instead of attending the conversation I'm having. <laughs> Do you guys ever feel that happen? What? But you said no? What? Yeah, you did did that during the broadcast. You said you just zoned out. That literally just happened to you. Literally just happened to you 10 minutes ago. Okay, next meme. Me, types God on my phone, autocorrect. Changes to lowercase God, me, not on my watch. (laughs) That's so funny, that's exactly how I feel. Okay, next meme. No, William said, I relate with private on a spiritual level. What? Right. The, uh, the penguin. Oh, the penguin. Okay. Oh, this one. This one is from William. Shout out to William for sending this to me. Is it gluten-free? It's just going to fall out of you on the floor, Stuart. <laughs> <laughs> Uh-huh. It's so stupid, oh my gosh, it's so stupid. That's one of the stupidest ones, it doesn't even, it doesn't have a point. Okay, let's go to the next beam. If you don't click these bad boys a couple times before you use them, I can't trust you. I always do that on the bottom, it says, gotta make sure them tongs is tonging." <laughs> I always do that. Am I the only one that does that? Okay, <laughs> this is a satisfying feeling. Okay, let's go to the next meme. Oh my gosh. Oh, this one's from Serena. This is from Serena. <clears throat> How I feel after making a good joke. Cool, for a few minutes. <laughs> oh my gosh, that's one's funny. Thanks Serena for that. Okay, next meme my lungs, breathe automatically, me, thinks about it, my lungs, well, I'm not doing it anymore, now I'm not doing it, oh my gosh, I did that literally last night, I saw this and I was like, crap, I thought about it, and then I like had to stop, I had to like start breathing again, okay, next meme, <clears throat> oh, I forgot I put this one in there, okay, this one's going to take a little bit of explaining, okay, I need you, everyone, everyone watching right now, I need you to do something. I need you to put your finger on cloth, on your shirt or something. And I need you to draw this out right now. So draw dash two dash two plus and then equal sign. Do it right now. If you draw that on your pillow with your finger or anything else, it will sound like Chimney from Mary Poppins. Do it right now. I feel like doing it on my shirt, and then that would make that would make the sound man not happy, but <laughs> it's really funny. You got to do it. OK, next meme. Oh, this one, Kevin, related to this one. Family, why don't you talk in, uh Why don't you talk? Introvert. Whoa, whoa, whoa. I've only known you for 25 years. <laughs> that one was really funny. Okay, next meme. <laughs> Oh, by the way, the comments, oh, that's funny. Okay, (laughs) this one, this one, this one's so funny, okay. When some five-year-old runs around the church stage and falls flat on their face. Injured, good. (laughs) Oh my gosh, so true. Okay, next meme. (laughs) <laughs> so when I roll over at 12 p.m. and take one sip—is that supposed to say 12 a.m.? When I roll over at 12 something and take one sip from the water bottle on my nightstand, fitness isn't just a hobby; it's a lifestyle. <laughs> <laughs> Kevin, did you guys pick up how how loud Kevin just laughed in the back? <laughs> Oh wait, this is me. Like, whenever I drink water in the middle of the night, I'm like, man, I'm such a good water drinker. <laughs> well, you said night water hits different. <laughs> oh my gosh, it does. It's so wonderful. Oh my gosh. Okay, next to me. <laughs> this one's from Barrett. <laughs> this is me, this is me and Barrett sometimes. Are you crying? Me, no. Look at me, me. (laughs) Oh my gosh. Okay, next meme. Them. do you take constructive criticism? Me, already crying. Sure, what's up? (laughs) Oh my gosh, that one's me too. Okay, next meme. (laughs) Sprite tastes like when your foot falls asleep. That's it. That's the whole meme. <laughs> That's LaCroix. That's LaCroix. What is it? That's LaCroix. That's true. Okay. Let's do one more. One more meme. <laughs> Creepy church huggers wondering if they'll ever be able to make anyone uncomfortable again. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Look at him. Oh, that one hit me really funny. It's okay if it doesn't hit you guys funny. It's okay. Yeah, it's because I like my personal space. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> it's, yes. Well, I don't like shaking hands with people. Shaking hands, yeah. Well, I hope you guys enjoyed that. Let me know if you did. I'm curious too. Like, what are your guys's? Favorite segments. I was thinking about this like obviously don't say this one. This one is I know I'm not gonna be like So guys, what's your favorite segment me? I don't don't mean aside from this one. I am curious like do you guys have favorites? Do you have ones that you look forward to the most throughout the week? Let me comment now What is your favorite segment of all time that we have done? Let me know. Let me know in the comments. Well guys It is time for What's the Word. We have a really awesome word for you today. You don't want to miss it. So take this moment and share the broadcast, but don't go anywhere. We're only going to be like a second and just share it, and then we're there. We're right back. So don't go anywhere. It's going to be awesome. See you guys.
0: Marky, like I I feel like that was was a smash success. Like that was, Marky, great job, wherever you are.
2: It's like a throwback to the early days of One Plus. It is true. When We opened every broadcast with like a ton of memes.
0: Were you, who were the the OGs of the broadcast that were here like from that point? Like I remember being the person putting in Mm 20 memes and mm-hmm. feeling so cool about my job that my job was <laughs> I'm gonna for my work I'm going to look at memes to share yep. tomorrow and then four hundred and eighty memes later like, <laughs> <laughs> But like have you guys been here with this that long or was this brand new having memes in front of you? Let us know if you remember the original broadcast back OG. in April how crazy is it that? It was not that long ago. Like April's not that long. It's not. And at the same token, somehow it's like December, basically. Like I know it's not. Next week is it's December.
2: Not, but you know it
0: is. But in like but a week not. it is. Yeah. A week from today, it'll be December. That's true. It's nuts. How are you guys doing? Put in the comments <laughs> I want to know. I want to know who's watching. So to let us know who's watching, are you guys ready for Christmas? Like, have you already gone Christmas shopping? Have you done that? Are you prepared? We're going to be talking about something that would probably benefit your, your Christmas shopping time. We're going to be talking about easy and light today. <laughs> Things that most people's Christmas is not.
2: Really? When it comes to shopping. Oh, uh, when it comes to shopping.
0: For sure. William says, Twas a far gone age, that early broadcast. I like to imagine that he's saying it like, Twas a far gone age, that early broadcast. Like, I can't do his accents as well as he can, but that he was. He
2: probably was saying it like that.
0: But that was mine. Johnny says he remembers. I think there's a bit of a delay on like now,
2: like per chance. Yes.
0: Perchance. Per chance. Per chance a delay. I think there's a delay, mm-hmm. but I want to know who's on and watching because we've got a good word for you and I want to know who we're talking to, by the way, if you don't know us, I'm Barrett. Hi Barrett. Hi. That's buddy <laughs> in his, in his very bright shirt that he couldn't wear yesterday.
2: I couldn't wear it yesterday because we had the back, the fall background and I blended in with it too well.
0: It is true. Johnny says he is not ready for Christmas shopping. Um, Deb says Christmas presents already arrived. Wow. Wow. Holly says that she's here and she remembers the early days. Mm -hmm. Wow, you have Christmas presents already arrived. That's impressive. I have like three stocking stuffers that I bought for George that just got here yesterday. But that is, and a present for Serena? No. I remember. I have a present. I have a. I have like a couple little things, but mm. not. Yeah. Not great big things. Yeah, I got nothing. And William says that or pastor. Pastor Deb says that their tree is up. William Whoa. says that Buddy's shirt is most excellent. Oh, titled. I read
2: that shirt is almost excellent. <laughs> I don't know why that's what I read. Thank you. Thank you, William. I appreciate it.
0: People people do like you in the comments. Your
2: reactions
0: (laughs) to the comments today have been adverse, but they they do like you. (laughs) I believe it. Tyler Tucker says he's still here. Holly says that they have a few presents already.
2: Wow! Goodness gracious. Well done, everyone. Like I'm
0: super impressed. Are you normally, like, when do you go shopping? Because I feel like there are the people Um, that shop super early. Then there's the ones that go, like, couple weeks before Christmas, mm-hmm. and then there's the Christmas Eve shoppers. Yeah. Where do you fall on the spectrum?
2: I, uh, I never go shopping. I order shopping.
0: You're not um, an in-person shopper? No. Have you ever um, been an in-person shopper?
2: Well, before Amazon, <laughs> <laughs> I was. And then when Amazon came out, never again. Um, but no, I, I'm usually like the month of. Month of? I don't do it the day before. That just sounds horrible. Yeah. Um, nor yeah. do I do it on... Black Friday. Cause yes. That's equally horrible. Agreed. Well, I mean, like all the Black Friday deals are also online, <laughs> you know, so.
0: Yes. And they're online now. Like, there's mm-hmm. Black Friday stuff happening now. Yeah. Uh, anyway. Uh, William says, nope, we're all out to get you here, buddy. So he's just letting you know that oh. he's not a friend of
2: yours. <laughs> okay, good to know. Um, good Johnny to know. says,
0: Holly and I used to take a day off to go Christmas shopping. It's true. They used mm. to do that, like, well before Christmas. they just mm. take the whole day and knock out everything. Wow. I, I like to get it done well before Christmas. Mm. Not that I should take stress and care, but, like, it... It it becomes an added, wants to be an added pressure. If I'm like waiting Mm -hmm. up until like a few days before, that has not been fun for me. Mm -hmm. (laughs) I want to knock it out. George used to be the Christmas Eve shopper on purpose with his family. Like Mm -hmm. they'd all wait until Christmas Eve, then Mm -hmm. disperse through the mall and go buy presents and then come home and split up and wrap it and then come back together and open them, which just On sounded Eve. like a lot of work to do <laughs> It does sound like a lot day. of work. <laughs> and so I was like, please, let's not do that, please. <laughs> <laughs> um, Marilyn said that she's through shopping, wow, and the tree goes up the day after Thanksgiving. Wow, wow! that's exciting. I wish I was all done Christmas shopping now, <laughs> like I'm, I'm, I'm envious. so envious. Wow, that's awesome. Teach me your ways.
2: Yeah. Like
0: that's that's exciting. Okay, well today we are going to hop into What's the Word and what are we talking about today?
2: We're talking about <laughs> easy. How to have an easy life. Is that what it was? Yeah. I had to remember cuz like we kind of like came up with several different titles and that's the one we landed on. Yeah. How to have an easy life.
0: Yep. Yep. And you can, Mm -hmm. you know, it's, it kind of goes hand in hand with what we were talking about yesterday. Like it's, Mm -hmm. it's one of these conflicting thoughts that people have. If you know, it's so funny. Like people, people are just really interesting. I have found that the things that people have fought me the most about (laughs) are God wants you to be wealthy (laughs) Mm -hmm. and God wants your life to be easy. It's like, no, he doesn't. Like Mm I, This is such good news. (laughs) It's such good news that God wants you to have an easy life. Um, Mm -hmm. You know, it's one of the confessions that we make here on the broadcast. You know, the struggle is over. And that confession comes from Jesus himself saying that my yoke is easy, easy and my burden is light. Yeah. It's not my yoke is heavy and my burden is pressure filled. Good luck guys. Yeah. But God wants you to have an easy life. You mm. can have an easy life. And we're going to talk today about how you can do that. And it's really simple. It's not complicated.
2: Yeah. Well, I mean, I just brought it up here. It's Matthew 11, 28, 28 to 30. Matthew 11:28 to 30. This is literally what Jesus says. He says, come to me, all you who labor and are heavy laden, and I will give you rest. Yeah. So, so recognize like Jesus didn't come to make life more difficult for yeah. us. He didn't come to add pressure to us. He didn't come to, to, to add bondage stuff and stuff to us. He says, I will give you rest. He yeah. says, come to me if you're weary, if you're burdened, if things are hard and heavy, he says, come to me. Yeah. And then he says this, take my yoke upon you and learn from me. So so we got to recognize wh- f- one of the things that, that I think a lot of people miss about this is Jesus saying, there is a yoke that I have. There yeah. is there. What what does that mean? He's saying there is like, let me lead you, let me guide you. There's something that I do want you to take responsibility for, but what that is, it's easy and it's light. Yeah. So like, there's responsibilities that we have. Like, we don't just be like, oh, well, you know, I have Jesus and everything's easy. No, yeah. we, we have to take on that responsibility. Yeah. But once we take on that responsibility, he's saying, what I have for you is easy and light. Anything yeah. that's not easy and light, give it to me, yeah. cast it on me and let me give you something that's easy and light. Yep. He says, for I am gentle and lowly at heart and you will find rest for your souls. You're gonna find rest men- mentally, yeah. you know, that's what that is, your mind, your will, your emotions, you will find rest in your emotions when you trust in God. Hey, man. Amen. Amen, <laughs> look at that, when, when you come to Him, when you trust in Him, see I'm convinced, and I know I've said this before, but I'm convinced that eighty to ninety percent of the reason why people burn out is because they took on things that God never took them For sure. that God never told them to carry. Yeah. They were carrying weights that God never told them to carry. Yeah. They were doing things God never told them to do. And um honestly, this is one of the things that I've seen pastor do very well. Because, you know, like it's easy to just be like, well, you, you got this to do, this to do this, this, you know, all these different things that I need to take care of, all these different things that I need to, to, to look at. But, um, you know, one of the things that God told pastor to do recently is he said, I want you to do business differently. Mm-hmm. And so, like, it's been actually really neat to just see how he does that, because, you know, like I would show up and I have this checklist in my mind of all these things that need to be done. Yeah. And then all of a sudden he's like, all right, let's do business differently. And then he just begins to pray in the spirit. And, be, and then he just says, okay, Holy Spirit, what do you want us to do today? Yeah. God, what do you want us to do today? And then mm-hmm. he he only does what God tells him to do. See, that's easy in life. Mm-hmm. We can come into our days with, I got I to get all these things taken care of, but what, we're, what are we doing? We're putting on all these burdens. Yeah. We're actually not coming to him. Yeah. We're, we're relying on ourselves to get all these different things done. And then we wonder why life is hard and heavy, because everything we're doing is only we're doing what we think we need to do rather than I'm just going to rest in Jesus. You know, he says, come to me and you'll find rest. And as I find rest in him, I can start to walk in easy and light. And and I want to encourage you guys right now. You know, uh, this is something the Holy Spirit showed me, especially in regards to this verse. If life feels hard, if it feels heavy, if it feels like people are just pulling at you in all different directions, if it feels like you're just overwhelmed with all these different things that are going on all around you, don't just say, well, you know, God never promised it would be easy. No, He did. He says right here, it'll be easy in life. But he- here's what you gotta do. You gotta just take some time to step back and say, okay, Father, what of these things that I'm doing did you never tell me to do? You yeah. know, Like that, that's an important question we need to ask. How much of the burdens that I'm carrying are things that God told me not to carry, or not that God told me not to carry, are things that I told myself I had to carry, yeah. rather than saying, "Lord, what do you want me to do?" Yeah. You know, it took me three, three and a half years in ministry to recognize that all the things I was doing, I was doing because I read it in a book. I thought it was the right thing to do, and then I was wondering why I was burning out. Yeah. You know, and and then whenever I recognized that, and I stepped back and said, "Okay, Holy Spirit," you know. What do you want me to do? All of a sudden, things just started changing. Yeah. You know, like, like I started recognizing things are working now. Why? Because I stopped doing what I thought was right. And I did what he, I I rested in him and I recognized what easy and light. That doesn't mean that, I I know I'm just talking a lot, but when, when he says my yoke is easy and my burden is light, that doesn't mean that we're never going to feel pressure on our flesh that that's not what that means. We'll feel pressure on our flesh at, at some point, but when we choose to take off the flesh and just trust in the Holy Spirit, that's when things become easier. Yeah,
0: no for sure. And you know, here's something I've noticed, especially lately. Put in the comments right now, God wants my life to be easy and light. Make yeah. that yours because mm-hmm. it's true. That's not heretical, you know. <laughs> You'll yeah. have you may have people persecute that statement, but yeah. it's a true statement. Yeah. God loves you. You know, those of you who are watching who are parents, who of you want your children to have difficult lives? Yeah. You know, Every good parent I know wants their child to have a good life, you know, Mm -hmm. a happy life, a life that's, you know, not filled with difficulty, a life that's easy and light. If God wants your life, if you want your children's life to be easy and light, then God, how much more does God want that for you? Mm -hmm. So put that in the comments. God wants my life to be easy and light. And you know, you, I've seen it in the body of Christ over the last couple of weeks, You know, it's it's like there are different phases in the year almost Mm -hmm. where people are are like you can almost see a pattern of Mm -hmm. stuff happening. And around the holiday season, you know, it's all I've watched it time and time again, where people will have um, a pressure to almost disconnect from being led by the spirit and they'll be led by their flesh will try to lead them. So, you know, going back to Christmas shopping, I wasn't, you know, that wasn't just a random comment. That's one of those things that you can watch people just do it out of obligation. You can watch them do it in pressure. And it's, I've got to get all these presents and I have this sort of a budget and I have to go here, here, here and do all this stuff. And it's immediately starts to become heavy. But it tells us in Hebrews 4.11, therefore, let us be diligent to enter rest. so that no one will fall through following the same example of disobedience. We're called to rest. Our labor yeah. is to enter into the rest of God. Mm-hmm. That's the only thing we're supposed to labor to do. Yeah. You know, we're called to, you know, apply our faith. But yeah. when, when Jesus was on the cross, he mm-hmm. was crowned with thorns and toil yeah. so that you could be crowned with mm-hmm. ease and favor. Yeah. He wants your life to be filled with ease. Yeah. And here's one of the, the biggest keys in, in figuring out whether or not you've, I, like I use this for me, I'll gauge myself, am I in ease or am I in work? Mm-hmm. You know, am I in ease or am I in pressure? Is what's my why? Mm-hmm. And, you know, just those of you who are watching right now, take that for a second. What, why am I doing things? Mm-hmm. You know, why am I at my job? You know, take your job as an example. Mm -hmm. Who loves being at work? Mm -hmm. (laughs) I would say few people (laughs) if they're being honest because their why is (sighs) I'm here because I'm stuck here. I'm here to get a paycheck. Like Mm -hmm. I'm here to put food on the table Mm -hmm. and I'll do whatever. Like I'll do the bare minimum of what Mm -hmm. I need to do. Um, Thank you, sir. I'll do the bare minimum of what I need to do Mm -hmm. because my why is I need money and Here's the thing if your why is Anything Mm. other than because I love God your Mm. why? Will fail yeah, and then all of a sudden your why becomes a pressure Mm. on you like you can passion will drive you for a minute like, it'll drive you for a little bit of time, but the, it's the spiritual things that endure to the end. You know, yeah. it's it's if it's rooted in Jesus, it's going to mm-hmm. last. Yeah. But if it's rooted in anything other than Jesus, mm-hmm. it's going to eventually fall. Yeah. So... You know, take, um, I, I'm trying to take a job that somebody doesn't want, Mm -hmm. you know, they get the job, they're excited about the job for a couple weeks because yes, God gave me a job. He answered my prayer. And you know, let's say it's a high school kid. I'm going to work at McDonald's and have a first job and it's going to be so great. And look at what God did for me. Mm -hmm. And then two weeks in, I've got to go to work. I have to go flip burgers. I have to work at Little Caesars and cut pizzas. That was Buddy's first job, Um, at least one of his jobs. And because the reason was because I want the job or because I need the money Mm -hmm. and not because I love God. When the pressure starts to come, Mm -hmm. what you're going to discover is, Your why isn't strong enough to stand against the pressure. Mm -hmm. And so when that pressure comes against your flesh, the reason that a person can stay in easy and light, because when they love God, the yoke of Jesus is what's leading them. And that's what's causing them to go forward. And it's custom made for them. It fits them. But when your why is anything else, it will fall. So it has to be rooted on something that will never fail. The love of God will never fail you. When your why is Jesus, it'll work. And it'll help you stay in easy and light because your mind is fixed on Him. And if it's fixed on Him, then he's going to lead you to those praiseworthy things. You see, it all goes together, yeah. it really does. You know, the word, it, it's like you can do a topical Bible study and mm-hmm. I'm gonna look up prosperity, I'm, I'm, but it all goes together. You know, you mm-hmm. can't have easy and light without being in love with Jesus. Yeah. It won't happen, they have to be hand in hand. Mm-hmm. But when they're hand in hand, it's like they're locked together and that's how it stays. But in those moments where it feels, where your flesh wants to scream out a whole bunch of things, I'm just, I'm just thinking like, you know, think of this year, I'm thinking of our church right now, like our church has done so great this year, like truly. I, I can't think of another church that's like not bragging, but the God has just done such a work in the people mm-hmm. and they have stood and they have stood against all reasoning for standing. And what the enemy wants to do is you've been serving so much. You've been working so much. Look at what you've been doing. This feels hard now. Like you're at the end of the year. Take a break right now. Mm-hmm. And yeah, there's time to just rest. But the why has to be, I love you, God. Mm-hmm. I'm going to do whatever you want me to do because I love you. Mm-hmm. You know?
2: Yeah. Yeah. Well, it, it goes kind of like all this just comes together, you know, with Jesus saying, come to me, all who yeah. are weary. You know, wh- what do we do when we come to him? We don't just say, well, Jesus, I come to you. It's not just like, I'm going to take some time and complain about all my problems. Yeah. And that's what he means by come to me. That's not what he means. Yeah. He means... What he means is, like, there's the the passage that's where Jesus says, you know, those who seek their own lives will lose it, but yeah. those who lose their lives for my sake, they'll find it. Yeah. You know, uh, what he's actually saying, he's not saying, you know, because people will use that verse and say, oh, you know, what Jesus is saying is that whenever you give your life to him, your life is going to get hard. Yeah. You know, and it's because you know if you're if you're looking for an easy life, you know, Jesus said that if you if you're seeking you know that you'll what you'll lose it you know yeah. that's not what he's saying he's saying what you need to do is you need to be willing to lay down your life yeah lay down your life and when you do that what does that mean i'm going to lay down my like my own fleshly desires i'm going to lay down my own you know thinking i'm going to lay down my complaining and and what makes me feel good i'm laying all that down and i'm saying jesus what do you want me to do yeah jesus what do you have for me Je- like like i'm willing to lay down my job jesus is because this- here's here's a question you know that that we need to ask ourselves am i working in the place that i'm working because that's what jesus told me to do yeah you know like i already mentioned you know um uh a lot of times we burn out things get hard and heavy because we're taking on things that he never told us to take on But if we're being led by the Spirit, the Bible says as many as are led by the Spirit of God, they are the sons of God. So if if I'm doing what God called me to do, all of a sudden I'm in an entirely different place now. Because I recognize I'm in the will of God. And if I'm doing what He's called me to do, that means that there's a grace within reach that I can take a hold of and find rest. There's a grace that can give me the strength to do what He's called me to do. And it's important for us to recognize that because... Uh, In Colossians 3.23, it says this, And whatever you do, do it heartily as to the Lord and not to men, knowing that from the Lord you will receive the reward of the inheritance, for you serve the Lord Christ. He's literally saying in everything that you do, you're not just doing it for money. If you're doing it for money, then that's the love of money. You know? You're, you're being led by money. Money's being your God. I only got this job because it pays well. I only got this job because yeah. I need the money. Or the only reason I'm still at this job is because I'm saving up a really good pension or whatever. Yeah. You know, all, all that is money driven and money becomes your God. Yeah. But, when, but I'm doing this for the Lord. Mm-hmm. Whatever I'm doing it, I'm doing it for the Lord. So whenever the pressure hits my flesh, I can remember and recognize I'm doing, I, I'm in him. Mm-hmm. I'm being led by him which means only one thing, that the grace that I need to do this is within reach. So yep. Father, I take a hold of that grace today. And I'm gonna, and I'm taking a hold of it today. And I thank you that it's gonna be easy and light because I'm doing this for you. And then we can just glorify him. God, this feels hard, but I know you're in it. So Lord, thank you for what you're doing. Thank you for what you're teaching me. Thank you for, you know, that's what makes things easy and light, especially praise and thanksgiving.
0: Yeah, well, you know, the example that I, that, comes up to me is my, my first year of marriage was George was, was not easy. <laughs> it was not light, which was our own doing. But you know, in those moments, like that entire first year, like I thought repeatedly, God, you've put us together. God, cl- you have ordained this. Like, we've had words spoken over us. Pastors mm. confirmed it. Like, they heard from the Lord about us, too. Like, you're cl- my why at that point was, I know you've told me to do this, mm. but my why was not because I love Jesus. Mm. You know, I, mm. I knew. Like, I was, I w- it just, there were moments that were great. It's not like it was absolutely horrible, but my my why has to be because I love Jesus yeah. First, not mm-hmm. just I'm doing it for Jesus. Mm-hmm. Like it has to be that love yeah, first from sure. him because what what it makes me think of and not correcting anything you say, it's just yeah. that's, that's what's in my mm-hmm. head, like what's, what's come up to my spirit because it goes to Revelation 2. Yeah, you know? That's where I was going. <laughs> you went to uh, the verse I was going to go to a mm-hmm. second ago, so I, I smiled really big. Um, but you know, Revelation 2, the church of Ephesus, they're doing these things for God, yeah. like it's it says Jesus is talking to the church of Ephesus. I know your deeds I know what you're doing. I know your toil and your perseverance that you cannot tolerate evil men and you mm. put to the test Those who call themselves apostles and they're not and you found them to be false and you have perse- you have perseverance And you have endured for my namesake, but I have this against you Uh, And it says you've not grown weary, but I have this against you that you left your first love Mm -hmm. Here's the key for that the key to show that they left their first love Was their toil toil is the key in that verse that shows you're out of love Mm -hmm. your why? Isn't isn't right anymore, and it's not they weren't doing bad stuff. It's just the love wasn't driving them Mm -hmm. see it's loving Jesus is what makes it easy and like every bit of this. Mm-hmm. You know, for me with George, like going back to that first year of marriage, I knew I was in the will of God. Mm-hmm. I knew that. <laughs> mm-hmm. I knew George was like the person that God had for me. I knew that too. Mm-hmm. I knew I was where I was supposed to be, doing what I was supposed to be doing, mm-hmm. and yet I was toiling that whole first year and a half out for a number of reasons, but mm-hmm. it was toil because I left my first love. Mm-hmm. But when I returned back to my first love and George returned back to his first love, not each other, Jesus. When we returned to Jesus and said, Jesus, I love you. I, I, I'm married because I love you and you told me to do this and I love you. So I will love George because I love you. Jesus, I'm going to love Barrett because I love you and, and I'm going to. That's when things really started to change. For us. And that's what, that's the difference maker. You know, your job, that maybe is frustrating. You know, let's say your coworker is super irritating. You may love your job, but talking to that coworker just ticks you off. Mm-hmm. What's the why? You may mm-hmm. love the job, but are you just as willing to love on the person? Mm-hmm. You know, if the why is because I love God, that's what makes it easy.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: That's what makes it easy because when we are able to love God, it's because he first loved us. Mm -hmm. And what did his love for us do? It went to the cross. Yeah. It took our sin. It took our pain. It took our sickness. It took every mess up that we'll ever have. It mm-hmm. made us connected back with the Father. It ripped the veil into, So we have access to God now. We can go before Him with all confidence and boldness because of Jesus. We mm-hmm. can love God because He chose to love us first. And when yeah. that love is empowering us, mm-hmm. it really does become easy. Everything mm-hmm then gets filtered through that lens mm-hmm. of this is an easy decision for me. I'm absolutely going to do this because yeah. I love you. Yeah. I'm absolutely going to do this because I love you. Mm-hmm. I'm abs- say, I, my life is easy because I love God.
2: Yeah.
0: Because he first loved me.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: That's why it's easy. That's why it can be easy.
2: Well, I'm just, like, that just took me to John 15, you know, where Jesus said, um, I am the vine, you yeah. are the branches, he who abides in me. What yeah. is that? That's, that's fellowship. Yeah. That's, we're abiding together, we're dwelling together, we're loving one another. He's saying, yeah. if you abide in me and I in you, uh, well, he said, you will bear much fruit. What are, what, well, you look at the fruit of the spirit, love, joy, peace, patience, kindness, goodness, faithfulness, yeah. gentleness, self-control, all those things make life easy. You know, self-control is a big one, yeah. you know, like, like uh, what's that? Controlling your emotions. Oh man, everything's just falling right. apart. Why is, wh- nothing works out for me. That's not self-control. Yeah. Um, and that's not uh, peace or patience, Right. you know, or goodness. Look at that. Goodness. Yeah. Good things. So so he says, you bear much fruit. And then he goes on and says, if you abide in me and my words abide in you, you will ask whatever you desire and it shall be done for you. That's ease. You know, yeah. I can ask God, God, can you just help me make this easier? Help, give me wisdom on, on what I should be doing. And it'll get easier. Like, ask whatever you want, desire, and it shall be done for you. And then he says, my fa- by this my fathers glorified that you bear much fruit, so you will be my disciples. And then he says, as the father loved me, I also have loved you. Abide in my love. That's, that's it. Yeah. Abide in my love. Go back to your first love. If you keep my commandments, you will abide in my love, just as I have kept my father's commandments and abide in his love. And he, hear this. These things I have spoken to you that my joy may remain in you and that your joy may be full you you can't have joy mixed with hard and heavy. Yeah. You know, joy joy brings life. Joy brings peace. Joy takes the lift the the load off of us. With yeah. joy we draw from the wells of salvation. Yeah. With joy comes comes solution, with joy comes salvation, with joy comes, comes healing and, and, and provision and all the good things that we need. Cause it's yeah. with joy that we draw from those wells. Yeah. So when we, when we abide in love, put this in the comments, when I abide in God's love, I abide in his joy.
0: Amen. Well, and as, as you're talking, what comes up to like, there are so many different ideas in my head, you know, it's, I'm not, we're not saying that everything in life will look to the outside world like tea mm. cakes and roses. Mm. Like there will be times where we're persecuted. Like that's, that's a, that's something the Lord tells mm. us that we yep. will face persecution. But even in the middle of persecution, it, it doesn't have to be hard. Mm. Like you look at Paul. Paul mm. was so persecuted. Yeah. And the, the testimony of Paul, It says, but I rejoice in the Lord greatly. Now I don't speak from want. I've learned to be content in whatever circumstances I'm in. Mm -hmm. You know, think of Stephen. Stephen in the book of Acts. Stephen mm-hmm. is brought before people. He preaches the gospel, and they stone him. Yeah. Like, they're stoning him. And yet, here's what happens. They, they covered their ears so they couldn't hear him anymore. And it says, when they had driven him out of the city, they began stoning him. And the witnesses laid aside their robes at the feet of a young man named Saul. And they went on stoning Stephen, verse 59, as he called on the Lord and said, Lord Jesus, receive my spirit. Mm-hmm. You know, it says, verse 56, um, when they're stoning him, Stephen looks up and he says, Behold, I see the heavens opened up and the Son of Man standing at the right hand of God. You know, what natural person in the middle of stoning is going to find things to celebrate? Like, that's not a normal thing. Mm -hmm. But here's the thing, he was able to be in ease and light. It doesn't yeah. say that he's crying out in pain. It doesn't say that he's crying out in anguish. It says, "Behold, I see the heavens open up, and yeah. there's the Son of God yeah. standing at the right hand of God. Mm-hmm. There's this, there's Jesus, yeah. and He's watching me mm-hmm. in the middle of a persecution, mm-hmm. in the middle of being executed yeah. physically here in this realm. He's able to find things to rejoice yeah. about. Yeah. It, that yeah. wasn't hard for him." Mm-hmm. That was not difficult. God makes a way, even if your flesh feels Mm. pressure, God makes it easy for us. Mm -hmm. We're not to live by flesh. We're to live by the Spirit of God. Those who have their minds set on the flesh, that's going to lead to death. But the people who have their minds set on the Spirit of God and the things of God, their minds are set on life and life in abundance. Mm -hmm. And that life is never going to lead you to a place of struggle. It's never going to lead you to a place where it's just hopeless. Even in the mm-hmm. most hopeless situation, mm-hmm. Jesus on the cross, the most difficult thing that has ever been done. Mm-hmm. Jesus still put on hope. Yeah. Jesus still put on faith. Mm-hmm. Still. The hardest thing that's ever been done. He's the only one that will go through that. He's the only one who was designed to go through that. You know, you. which one was it? Was it Peter or was it John that was um, martyred upside down? Because he wasn't worthy to be executed that same way. You know, you read all these stories of the martyrs, like Mm -hmm. of, of great persecution. Facebook persecution is not great persecution, It's
2: persecution at all.
0: No, Mm -hmm. it's people that all you do is block, delete, hide, comment, Mm -hmm. whatever. That's not persecution. You read through the books of these martyrs Mm -hmm. that chose to stand, Mm -hmm. that chose to defend the gospel and live for the gospel. And so many of them are they they're smiling like Mm -hmm. the martyrs used to freak out the people that were persecuting them because they would be smiling Mm -hmm. they weren't even tasting death Mm -hmm. death was coming for them and they're able to smile because god made it easy for them Mm -hmm. so we're not saying that in a natural realm that everything's always going to be tea cakes and roses we're right now in the middle of states trying to enforce more lockdowns of more mandates coming out and people being scared of coronavirus and, you know, jobs looking to possibly shut down, whatever. Those are natural things. I'm not whatevering that they're not existent. I know that they're there, but the truth of God supersedes facts. The truth of God says that there's reason to hope. There's reason to be in ease. And you can. It doesn't say Jesus' yoke is easy and light only during the summertime when it's a high of 72 degrees and everything, conditions are perfect outside. It says his yoke is easy and his burden is light. That's it. Mm -hmm. It's a forever thing. His his yoke is forever easy and Mm -hmm. his burden is forever light. Forever. Mm -hmm. The conditions of the world do not change the promises of God. Put that in the comments. The conditions of the world do not change the promises of God. And if Jesus has promised easy Mm -hmm. and light, then you can put a demand on that promise. And it happens by changing our minds, setting our minds on things worthy of praise, and letting our why be, because I love you. I'm doing this because I love you. Mm -hmm. You know, if the Lord tells you, let's say the Lord tells you, to wear a mask when you go in a grocery store and you have no desire to wear a mask in a grocery store, but you have leading to do it. And your flesh is like, nope, this is stupid. I'm not going to wear a mask. Mm -hmm. And I'm sure this will surprise people because people, when have I ever been quiet about my viewpoint on that? But if the Lord says, put a mask on, yes, Lord, because I love you. Mm -hmm. And maybe his plan for that day was you ministering to somebody who had been in fear. And so your mask allows that person to receive from you. Same token, maybe God tells you don't wear a mask. Go into a store where they are very like, pro-wear a mask, and he doesn't want you to wear one. Yes, Lord, because I love you. Maybe he wants you to stand up for the things of God. Yes, Lord, because I love you. Maybe he wants you to be a little bit more quiet about, about your political opinions. Yes, Lord, because I love you. Maybe he wants you to go into your work happy. <laughs> mm-hmm. yeah, and he does. Yes, Lord, because I love you. When mm-hmm. our why, you know, maybe he wants you to serve in that area of the ministry that your flesh doesn't want to serve in. Yeah. <laughs> maybe he wants you to clean a toilet. Maybe he wants you to serve in children's ministry. Maybe he wants you to park a car. Maybe he wants you to preach some Sunday. Yes, Lord, because mm-hmm. I love you.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: And you, I can love you because you loved me first. When our why becomes because I love you, mm-hmm. that's when it becomes easy.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: But if it's not because I love you, that's when it becomes pressure. That's when it becomes hard because we become the source of it.
2: Yeah. Well, like just what you said, you know, how easy and light isn't based on conditions yeah. or circumstances or what's going on around us. When we See, we have to choose to walk in easy and light. Um, or to walk in rest. We already read it in Hebrews, you know, let us fear if we do not obtain the rest that has been made available to us. God already made rest available to us. And it's up to us whether we're going to take a hold of it or we're just going to, because we, I I think our society kind of glorifies hard and heavy. Yeah. Oh man, I've just been so busy. There's been so many things going on. You know, we kind of glorify. Oh man, it was just so rough. It was so difficult. I've been working so hard. And we think that that's, you know, something that should be glorified, but it's not. Um, We have to choose to walk in rest. And everything we do, we have to do it in rest. Uh, Like uh, I was just thinking about Paul, you know. And and here's the thing. When you choose to operate in rest, it guarantees victory over your circumstance. When, when you choose to operate in rest, it guarantees victory over your circumstance. Yeah. You look at Paul. I mean, he's first, I mean, like there's so many things about Paul that we can talk about. Uh, the, the thing that sticks out to me though, is he gets arrested. Uh, there's an entire group of Jews that like are plotting to murder him, but yet like you don't see him freaking out or yeah. panicking. What happens? All of a sudden, now, now the, the governor of the area hires a hundred centurion soldiers to escort him, you know, and protect him. A heathen person is escorting this single man, you know, with a hundred armed guards out. He gets on a boat that, and, and, the Holy Spirit tells him, no, we, we should be docking here. He tells them they ignore him, but he's not like, I told them they, they should have done this and they're ignoring me. But the, they're on rough seas for like, what, two weeks or something like that? Everyone's like, for sure, they're like, for sure we're going to die. They're not yeah. in rest. But then you look at Paul. Paul, like you don't see Paul freaking out. Paul like stands up one day and says, an angel of the Lord came to me and said, none of us are going to die. So stop freaking out. Hey, let's have a meal. Wait, before you eat the meal, everyone, he's a prisoner on this boat, by the way, everyone sit down. I'm going to pray a blessing over this food. (laughs) You know, he takes command over the ship because he's the only one on the ship that's in rest. Yeah. He's walking in easy and light, even though the circumstance is wild and crazy. Yeah. You see that with Jesus on the boat. S- similar situation. Everyone's freaking out. Jesus is taking a nap. Easy and light, despite the circumstance. My, again, doesn't mean our flesh won't, might not feel it. Yeah. Uh, our flesh might feel it, but we choose, am I going to be led by the Spirit of God or am I going to be led by my flesh? Um, the good Samaritan, I'm just bringing up all these different stories, but you see it. it's everywhere throughout yeah. the Bible. You know, you look, you look at the good Samaritan, you know, how many people walked by the man that was beaten and crippled on the side of the road because oh, I'm just too busy. There's too many things I got to do. Yeah. Uh, I I heard a story about, um, uh, there was a bunch of like, the, uh, these, this group of people Got a bu- several different preachers um, t- together and told them, I- "We want you to preach on the Good Samaritan." You know. And, um, and they, what they did was there, there was some of the preachers where they came into the room as the preacher was preparing and said, Hey, we need you out there now. Like, like yeah. you're, you're, you're up and all, the, now they're rushing, they're rushing, they're rushing. And they set it up to where someone like dropped and spilled like their coffee or a bunch of books or whatever, like right in front of the preacher. The pre- and the preachers that were rushing just completely walked right past them, even though they had destroyed the good Samaritan on their spirit, yeah. they, they didn't stop because they were in a rush. And then there were other preachers, they were like, all right, you got a couple minutes, let's start making our way over there. And yeah. then when they're not in a rush, the, when they would set up that, the preacher would stop, help them out, you know. When yeah. we're in a rush, we're, we actually, we don't recognize how many opportunities that God has set up for yeah. us that we miss out because yeah. our mind is so one, one, fo- one direction focused, I don't know, you know what I'm saying, yeah. you know. We, when we operate in rest, we're actually a lot more equipped to do what God's called us to do. When, for sure. For sure. <laughs> I mean, have you ever been in a position where you're just like so wild, wired up and, and like all of a sudden you can't even think straight? So if a situation happens where where God might might be wanting to use you to minister to someone since you since you're so wired up you're not able to even focus on Mm -hmm. what's going on forget them I need to figure all these things out first you know when when we're not walking in rest when when we're not in ease and light we're actually we actually become ineffective in the kingdom
0: because we can't hear yeah we can't hear from the Lord you know I Marky, I love you. Um, I think of Marky, like Marky, if Marky is working and she's very like, if it's a day where she's got stuff to do Mm -hmm. and I try to talk to her, (laughs) she's Mm -hmm. likely not gonna hear me. (laughs) Mm -hmm. She's somewhere smirking at me, I'm sure. But you know, it's, and that's not bad. Like George is like that too. Mm -hmm. I did like that. It's true, but you're (laughs) on screen with me. So I used her who was off screen. (laughs) Oh, I appreciate it. which is fine but and and it's not wrong for her to do that but with jesus or yeah let let's say i am in that point of i've got i walk into work you know i had this issue with prayer like prayer used to be really difficult for me because my brain if I let it is always like churning away and it's like stuff, 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 stuff. And it's very administrative. Um, like it's task oriented. And so I would sit down in prayer and I'd want to be reverent. And then all of a sudden here's the to-do list that's happening. And what would happen is I would miss out on what God was saying to me because I'm resting Mm-hmm. In God and all I'm doing is thinking on I've got to do yeah. this I've got to do this stuff mm-hmm. and pastor Nicole one of the things that she's talked with me a lot about is you've got you can't be so task focused that you miss the people and mm-hmm. I would amend that in this situation to you can't be so task focused that you miss Jesus. Mm -hmm. Like you can't be so focused on serving Jesus that you miss that time with Jesus. You can't be so much of a Martha that you miss being a Mary. There's a time to be Martha. There's a time to do this stuff. But when Jesus is in front of you, you're to yield, we're to yield and sit at his feet and hear from him. Mm -hmm. And so when we're out of rest, we literally look like Martha, running through the house Mm -hmm. and then rebuking Jesus. (laughs)
2: Like,
0: can you imagine Jesus comes to your house and she's like, Hey, my sister's not helping me. Are you gonna tell her that she's wrong for doing this, since mm. you're the big kahuna in the house? Mm. Like, her mm. unrest led her to rebuke the king of kings.
2: Yeah.
0: What? <laughs> oh, how many times have I done that? <laughs> um, but it's true. When we get so out of rest, we'll miss hearing those instructions. We'll miss hearing those things. Jade said we literally just said those exact words yesterday in our children's ministry meeting. It's awesome. the Holy Spirit. The spirit of God is the same, and he wants people to understand. Last year, for, a, for at least six months of prayer, like for our, we would do 6 a.m. prayer, noon prayer. We had like uh, an hour of prayer before every Sunday service. For like six months, what the Lord kept saying is intimacy with me, intimacy with me, intimacy with me. Intimacy. Seek me. I'm not a Mm -hmm. chore. Intimacy with me. Mm -hmm. Have intimacy with me. Why? Because intimacy is the source for everything. Mm -hmm. It's the source for everything. When we can sit at his feet. And Jesus knew this. It's why he would draw his disciples to him. It's why he got sassy in the, not sassy. It's why he looked at, you know, Peter, James and John in the garden. He's like, you can't pray with me an hour. Mm You can't, you can't, you can't have that intimacy with me for an hour. We're just praying. That's all we're doing. Mm -hmm. That intimacy he knew would fuel them. Maybe I'm not saying this, this is conjecture, but maybe if Peter had prayed for the hour, he wouldn't have denied Jesus later. Mm -hmm. Maybe if he had had that intimacy and that refreshing of who Jesus was, he would have been able to withstand Mm-hmm. that fear that would try to come upon him. I don't mm-hmm. know that, but I know intimacy. It's just like prayer earlier. I prayed for 10 minutes and I felt like I could jog around the building because mm-hmm. intimacy is the love of God truly is what makes things easy.
1: Yeah.
0: And when we have that intimacy with God mm-hmm. and we let, because I love God, be the motivator, everything changes and we can yeah. be an easy and light.
2: I-, I like what Serena said. It becomes hard when we become the source. Yep. Um, I think it's what, Psalm 61, um, where Paul, Peter, Paul, uh, David.
0: Peter, Paul, and Mary. <laughs>
2: um, where David's, David says, you alone, oh Lord. Yeah. You know, only, you only got, you know, like he is our only source. Yeah. When we become our source, things get hard and heavy. Yeah. Very quickly. When he is our source, all of a sudden we can be like, you know what? All these things are going on god's the solution the only way i can encounter him is through thanksgiving and praise because you enter into his courts with thanksgiving or enter into his gates with thanksgiving enter into his courts with praise yeah so i'm just gonna choose to put on that garment of praise i'm not going to put on despair i'm not going to put on heaviness i'm not going to put on anxiety he's not giving me a spirit of fear but a power of love and of a sound mind yeah that's who he is that's what he's given me all things that pertain to life and godliness have been made available to me it's but it's in him yeah it's in him we live and move and have our being, so I can rest in knowing he's my source, yeah, when he's my source i I will it draws me to connect with him like I never have before, in intimacy and in fellowship and just because I love him yeah and and then things start to become easy and light
0: yeah
2: um i I I'd just suggest all of you put that in the comments it um. I'll say it becomes easy when Jesus becomes the source. Yep. It becomes easy. Life becomes easy when Jesus is our source. Yeah. Because he says, Come to me. My yoke is easy. My burden is light.
0: Yeah. Amen. Amen. So we're going to pray. And those of you who would receive it and put faith toward it, mm-hmm. today is the day where your life can become easy. It can. It may not look outside perfect in what everybody else would say, but it's going to be easy, and it's going to be beautiful. Your Mm -hmm. life can be easy with God. Jesus, bless your people today. Lord, thank you. Thank you that we can have an easy life. We can have a light life. Lord, I, over every viewer watching, in the name of Jesus, I rebuke any pressure that has tried to be there. We come against right now, Any spirit that is not the spirit of God, we come against hard and heavy. We come against oppression. We come against sorrow. We come against any anti-Christ agenda that would try to be on your people. We speak peace in people's jobs today. We speak peace in people's families. We speak peace over every mind Lord, your yoke is easy. Say this, Jesus. Jesus. I repent. I repent for making things hard.
2: For making things hard. <laughs> I'm
0: sure I have. <laughs> even if I say that, say I'm sure I have. I'm sure I even have. Even if I don't know how.
2: Even if I don't know. How.
0: Open my eyes.
2: Open my eyes.
0: Help me to see how I can lean on you.
2: Help me to see how I can lean on you. Help me. Help me.
0: To make you my
2: source. To make you my source.
0: I confess. That you, Jesus, Jesus, are my Lord. My Lord. You died for me. You died for me. You took my sins on you. You took
2: my sins on. And me.
0: you were crowned with toil.
2: And you were crowned with toil. So
0: that I could be crowned with ease. So
2: that I can be crowned with ease.
0: And then you were raised up from the dead.
2: And you were raised up from and the dead. And you
0: raised me up with you.
2: And you raised me up with you.
0: You're seated at the Father's right hand.
2: You're seated at the Father's. And, hand.
0: I'm and I'm seated there with you.
2: I'm seated there with you.
0: I am clothed with righteousness.
2: I am clothed with righteousness.
0: And today, and today, things become easy.
2: Things become easy. Because my
0: why? Because my why is, is because, I love you. You. It's
2: because I love you.
0: Now, Jesus, seal that inside of every person, so, this, my, person who made that declaration. Seal that inside of them now, in the name of Jesus. Protect the seed of the word. Lord, let that declaration ring true in the hearts of men and women let us turn from areas where we've made things hard Mm -hmm. lord help us to be clothed in your joy in your ease Mm -hmm. and in your light lord let us be ever ready to give an account for the hope that's within us Mm -hmm. and we hope because you've made it easy and you've made it light lord we thank thank you we thank you god We give you praise. We give you glory. We give you honor. God, thank you. Thank you for not letting us just run around like headless chickens. Thank you for not just having us be Marthas. (laughs) Lord, thank you for transforming us into people who can sit at your feet. Thank you, Father. Lord, thank you for it. Thank you. We speak that those, in in Jesus' name, you know, I think that there are people, I believe there are people watching, where there have been situations that just don't look like it's ever going to get better. It gets better today. Amen. In Jesus' name. Things get better today. Things become easy today. Things become light today. In the name of Jesus, that thing that Mm -hmm. seemed like it wouldn't get better, in the name of Jesus, it gets better today. Jade, your job is easy and light now in yeah. the name of Jesus we just speak that that place of business has the peace and the glory of God resting upon it now in Jesus mighty name family situations get better today Thank you. today for every viewer yeah. that needs that take that that's not just for Jade that's yeah. for any person who's having hers wasn't the family thing it was the job stuff if things with your job have felt pressured or it's just felt like it's exploded today it becomes easy today. It's easy. Take that. Lord, thank you. Things are easy here in the ministry. Things are easy. Lord, things are easy with the Lunch Plus broadcast. Things are easy in every area of ministry. Things are easy for Pastor Brian and Pastor Nicole. It's easy. Thank you for it, God. We receive it.
2: Thank you, Lord.
0: <laughs> Thank you for clearing away cobwebs and clearing up any cloudiness or fogginess mm-hmm. that would try to convince us that it's hard. Make our eyes see clearly. Let any scale or deception fall away. Let us see you. In Jesus' name, amen.
2: Amen. 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 Well, guys, we are. We just want to thank you for joining us today. Yeah. Uh, this broadcast is completely free um we don't we don't need anything from you guys We just all we ask is that you are led by the Spirit of God. Uh, we want to give you an opportunity to sow today. You know everything we 've been talking about was rooted in god 's love you know it's when Jesus becomes our source, you know life becomes easier yeah. and that's not just in not just in life in general, but that also falls under our finances yeah. too. When Jesus becomes our source, when God becomes our source, things just become easy. Yeah. When God becomes a source of where do we put our money, where yeah. what do we do with our money, what, you know. When we do all of those things unto the Lord, uh, there's extra blessing on that. Yeah. So I want to encourage you. You know, the Bible says in Second Corinthians eight nine that Jesus became poor so that you, through His poverty, might become rich. But all of that in context, He's talking about being generous, yeah. being givers, and because uh, in Second in Corinthians chapter nine is when He starts talking about. Uh, When you give, give, determine in your heart what to give. And then you have will have all sufficiency at all times so that you can you'll have an abundance for every good work. You know, that's what he's saying. Um, That's what God has for you. That's what God wants for you. And so I want to encourage you guys, as you begin to just determine in your spirit, you know, be led by spirit. Let what you do right now be done in love, rooted in love, rooted in peace and rooted in rest. Yeah. You know, uh, because, you know, the Bible says we don't give under compulsion. Uh, You know, what's that? Basically giving out of rest, Mm -hmm. you know, giving out of. Well, you know, they're just telling us to give again. And I don't really you know, that's compulsion. We, we want to give in a place of rest and a place of ease. I remember there was a point uh, earlier on this year when, um, when Serene and I, you know, God told us basically to give everything we had left in yeah. our bank account. And, um, and all of a sudden, you know, I, I had to make a choice. Am I going to give in rest or am I going to give in not rest? What's, right. what's not rest called?
1: Unrest.
2: Unrest, yes. <laughs> I knew not rest wasn't it. Um, I could either give in rest or I can give in unrest. I could e- yeah. either make this easy and light or I can make yeah. it hard and heavy. Again, it was my choice. And so I, so what did I do? Come to me all who were weary. Jesus, if this is you, give me rest. And yeah. all of a sudden, like, my spirit just lifted. Yeah. Joy hit me because I'm like smiling big. All of a sudden, I was real excited to give, to sow that, yeah. you know. Well, what like three seconds before seemed like it would be hard and heavy because I made the decision Jesus... I'm doing all this for you, you know. All of a sudden, all all of that lifted, and yeah. all of a sudden, I was able to give and rest. It became easy and light. And you know, it was funny because we were like, uh, like what? Ten, how how many hours of a drive was that? To Texarkana. To Texarkana. Yeah. Uh, Sorry, 16 I, one I gave way. no context it's of okay. when this was. Yeah, 16 hours. Mm-hmm. So so that was a six, we had a 16-hour drive home, and we were giving everything we had left. You know. So we obviously, like, I had not know that I knew that, know that this has to be God, be, because you know it had to be, mm-hmm. <laughs> or else we wouldn't have gotten home. Right. I, I like to this day, I don't remember how we got home, but we got home because we're here. Um, but God worked it out, you know, yeah. because we decided we're going to do this in rest. Yeah. We're not going to do this in toil. We're not going to, and, and and we're not going to give under compulsion. But we we took it to the Lord, and God gave me that rest. And that's when I knew this is what we should sow. So, guys, I would encourage you, you know, take this time rooted and established in love. That's what the Bible says. Paul says, I pray that you being rooted and established in love, as we're rooted and established in love, uh, sowed today, you know rooted in establishing love. God, I'm doing this for you. God, whatever you want me to do, I will do it because I love you and I'm connected with you and I'm abiding in you. And this is going to be easy and light. Just say, declare this one more time. You know, this is going to be easy and light. Yeah. My life is going to be easy and light. Amen. Just declare that. My life is going to be easy and light.
0: My life is going to be easy and light. Yeah. Yeah. Um,
2: and as you sow today, uh, we're declaring that, especially over your finances. This, this is an act of faith over your finances, yeah. that my finances are going to be easy and light. Amen. Amen.
0: Amen. So Jesus, bless yeah. every seed sown. Bless the sower, Absolutely. Lord. Let every seed that's sown into this ministry be pressed down, shaken together, and running over, may it return back to yes, them. Sir. Lord, let it be a quick work back into their hands. Let the seed produce a harvest mm-hmm. quickly. Yes, in sir. Jesus' name, Lord, we don't have to do a thing to the seed yes. except water it with faith. Faith, you, seed is designed to reproduce. Yes. Seed is designed to bring forth a harvest. So, Lord, we know that as we sow we shall reap a harvest all we've got to do is not grow weary and call it in lord so let this harvest off of these seeds today come quickly back into the hands of those who have sown it and we thank you for it may each family represented be blessed 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 in the name of jesus Amen. Amen. We thank y'all so much for watching today. God has, God's just so fun. Today was fun. Yeah. God, God is fun. And tomorrow we have another broadcast for you. I'm really excited to let you guys know that we're, we told you yesterday, we're gonna have a special Thanksgiving video for you, and we've officially decided what we're doing. And it's going to premiere on Thanksgiving Day, so be on the lookout for that, but tomorrow what is tomorrow? Tomorrow's a top 10 day.
2: Bible trivia.
0: Bible trivia is tomorrow. So you guys get to win free stuff from us. And mm-hmm. then it's a top 10 day with the top 10 Thanksgiving foods of all time. I promise I won't do weird stuff like sushi. I, I won't do that. Um, but it's going to be the top 10 Thanksgiving foods. And then we are going to have five-second challenge. It's mm-hmm. going to be a good
2: one. Will mashed potatoes be on your list?
0: <laughs> be, I'm not, like, communist. Yes, okay, good. Be on my
2: list. Well, like, well the last, like ever that we've done this might like it's either been like bottom three or just non-existent
0: we're talking about potatoes the yeah. ultimate thing that god made in the food family okay. like they can be long french as, fries yeah. potato chips okay. boil them mash them put them we'll in a stew, stew like
2: yeah. as long as mashed potatoes are on the list for all sure. right <laughs> well we love you guys we will see you tomorrow at 11 30 for lunch plus yes yes
1: love, love you a, love you guys have a good